This podcast is brought to you by Hypno Mum and Isla. Okay, hello, welcome everybody to a new episode of uh, Hypno Mom and Isla. And this week we're going to talk about applications of hypnosis. And uh, as we said earlier, we can fill uh, weeks of material with this subject. So we're going <laughs> to stick today to kind of letting you know what all hypnosis can be useful in or what, what it can help you with. So we're just going to try to cover the list. We're going to talk a little bit deeper about certain topics, but um, certain topics uh, are so interesting in themselves that we will devote um, future podcast episodes to these subjects. And we're also very curious to know if there's anything that we talk about today that you would like to know more about, please let us know because uh, we would like to uh, also talk about what you are interested in. So mom, welcome. How are you feeling today? Well, I'm feeling very well and we just had a wonderful Easter and uh, I must say this morning I got more, more telephones than the last week. So uh, it's like oh. fluids are flowing and everybody is like spring um, that the leaves come out of the branches. So I hope with people the fluids are also starting to flow and that <laughs> people are getting a bit happy and everything. Well, that's great to hear. Um, so let's dive in because we, we spoke about it just before we started recording. How are we going to structure this? Because there's just such a long list of topics that we or yeah, applications of hypnotherapy. Uh, so we thought we will start with actually the biggest the biggest category that, that, that we see or like where we see the majority of people that reach out to us. Um, and that is the topic of stress. So hypnosis is excellent for, for alleviating stress, dealing with stress. Um, so mom, what would you like to, to share about the, the topic of stress? Well, first of all, um, it, uh, it is important to know why uh, reduce stress is so important, but I will pick that up somewhat later because that's a very big topic as well but I want to share a little bit about it. Um, but there are many ways that you can alleviate stress. And uh, of course, first of all, we need to sleep very well. And if people do not sleep well, that's, that in itself is a stressor. And you know, the things that you try to do with your conscious mind, and it is a subconscious function of your body, it won't work very well. So trying to sleep, that won't work. It is something that comes naturally that you, um, so, so it is when your mind is too full with ideas, it's very difficult. Just, just back up a little bit. So what you're basically saying is that in order to sleep, that is actually a part of your subconscious mind that gets you to sleep. Yes. Okay, so how does the subconscious, what does the subconscious do to bring you asleep? Well, it has a trigger and um, I really don't know, but um, it, it, it just decides when you're relaxed enough, you fall asleep. But the more you are trying to fall asleep, the less the response from the subconscious mind is. So 
Sleeping is very well for relaxation and of course sports, moving. So people think, uh, oh, I don't like sports, but they can always do uh, go for a walk and everything. That's very healthy. We have, of course, meditation, mindfulness, listening to beautiful music, looking at a very relaxing movie. So there are so many things that you can relax, but you, you, so, you know, when you travel to Rome, you can go by foot, you can go on the bicycle, you can take a car or you can take a plane. And if you compare going into a relaxation mode, I would say using hypnosis is taking the plane, leave all the other methods behind you because of course there is a method for everybody but especially for people who, who uh, have difficulties using other methods, hypnosis is very powerful. We, we teach techniques that in less than a minute, you can go into a very deep mental and physical relaxation. And what's most important, you learn how to bring yourself out of hypnosis. But basically, that's not a big thing. The moment you think, I want to be back, you are back because hypnosis is so natural. Everybody enters hypnosis every day, several times. And that's why people are looking for a very mystical feeling, another feeling, but they already know how hypnosis feels. It is just basically a shift from the analytical thinking to the feeling mind. And uh, so that's about the methods to relax. Yeah, I just uh, want to summarize that because you made two, there are two important points to take away from this. Like yeah. sleeping is very important because it's a way to relax, right? Yes. And relaxation is very uh, important to alleviate stress. Mm -hmm. You need these moments to relax. So there are different ways that you can relax which is like walking um watching a movie doing meditation mindfulness and hypnosis is basically a very fast way to relax uh in a short amount of time but if you have for instance a problem with sleeping then you could also use uh hypnosis therapeutically where you look for the cause behind behind not being able to fall asleep and then you when you alleviate that, you fall asleep naturally. I actually, in fact, had a client a few weeks ago who came with um, with this goal to sleep better. And we did one session and um, he told me that since that session, he only had two nights that he was awake, <laughs> that he was not able to fall asleep very fast. So, uh, and as fast as one session, sometimes, not all of the times, but sometimes it can be this fast. I, I think a second session would be good because there could be more underlying um, things or you don't want a problem to return. But you could use uh, hypnosis just to, to find the cause of why you're not able to sleep or why you're not able to relax. And sometimes, uh, and, and the other Part of it is that you can use hypnosis on itself to relax. So you can learn self-hypnosis as an alternative to meditation or mindfulness. And in fact, I've had a lot of um, clients who were uh, 
who did meditation before they came for the hypnosis. And they told me after I taught them the self-hypnosis that it's like, wow, I still do the meditation, but it goes so much faster. So what you say, in other words, it's like, it's like taking the plane to relaxation island. Yes. And uh, what you are talking about is very important because with hypnosis, there are two main things to relieve stress. And one way is, of course, doing therapy when there are underlying stress factors, when people do, did not process negative emotions from the past or, or there is uh, le- uh, not enough self-value, self-esteem, or there is an anger inside, then you need some therapy to get rid of that, which in itself uh, uh, is... Uh, an improvement of uh, uh, that you have less stress. And the other thing is, of course, relaxation through hypnosis. So, and that can be very deep. Um, you can use uh, uh, audio tapes because uh, the moment you try to hypnotize yourself by thinking, that's very difficult because you need to make a shift from your analytical thinking mind to your feeling mind. And the moment you give yourself suggestions, then you have to shift your mind back and forth. So that makes it difficult to enter this relaxed uh, feeling. So you can use uh, for relaxation, you can also use uh, audio tapes, which you can of course find on our hypnosis community, which we can, uh, which we'll put the link uh, uh, with the video and with the podcast and Uh, If you go to a hypnotherapist, they can teach you a very powerful uh, method of uh, that you can bring yourself through a certain technique in a very deep hypnosis within one minute or very short, that is. So um, I just want to say briefly also, because there are so many topics we have to discuss, but uh, stress they estimate that it is at the the root cause of more than 80% of all mental and physical problems. So uh, start reducing stress in order to enter a path to more health. And of course, um, dealing with old emotional problems is important. Sometimes food, uh, moving, etc., that are other factors that that are very important and the moment we are talking more about stress i also want to explain why it is because when you have stress so many physical things are changing in your body and when the stress is chronical then uh, it can uh, be a a causal factor for many physical problems uh, as well so one of the first things to help a client with this, um, teach them a very be- beautiful method of uh, self-hypnosis to uh, reduce stress or yeah. eliminate it. Yeah, and so if you're interested in this uh, particular topic, we are planning to make an entire episode about this because this is uh, there's much more to say about it. But today's episode, we were really focusing on the application. So we're going to move forward now to a very broad category of people that also come uh, to hypnotherapy. uh, And that is the realm of the mental problems. So you want to take over what kind of mental problems can you solve with hypnosis? 
Well, one big category is, of course, behavioral problems. So um, looking at um, quit smoking, nail biting. If you look at weight problems, then with hypnosis, uh, we can very well work with the behavioral part. So uh, if you look at the entire problem of weight management, uh, we need to put in other factors as well. So uh, usually you need to take um, a separate course uh, on food, on metabolism, etc. Like we have the, the HypnoSlim uh, and um, an add-on for um, food, and according to the uh, TCM, traditional Chinese medicine, who have one of the very best uh, systems of, of looking at uh, food and what it does for the body. And yeah you have um, that you have of course uh, other behavior problems like uh, obsessive behavior and with obsessive behavioral as a client as well as the hypnotherapist you have to have tenacity i always compare it like you have um, we used to have these uh, uh, lps so these these black plates you put on a machine to get your music so <laughs> i'm not sure i'm using the right the correct english word and when you had the scratch then the needle would always fall back into that scratch and with obsessive behavior so uh, you need to have tenacity to uh, because the the person is very prone to fall back so you next to that you also need to make sure that they start changing their behavior otherwise a fallback is easy but we have powerful techniques to help them but you have to have tenacity so and uh, of course um, we have addictions so you can look at um, uh, alcohol addiction drug addiction uh, that's possible but also there you would need um, something else. Either you you need the person to go into a clinic because the time to be without drugs can be very um, difficult. So you they need a substance to help them through the time. We can work with hypnosis at the core. And usually what you see with um, these deep-seated problems, lack of self-esteem, self-worth, so you need to do very deep therapy in order to help them. So, and I must have forgotten a, a lot of things with relation to uh, to behavioral things. Uh, yeah, I don't know how to categorize it. Is stuttering, is that a behavioral thing or is it more like a mental, emotional uh, problem? Yeah, well... I'm not sure it is a behavior that developed, but it was, there is a cause. Usually we find a cause for this. And uh, that's that's something we teach in our training. So that's a very interesting thing when two things come together, but sometimes we have to have a cliffhanger. (laughs) You have to come to our training to find out what we discovered. (laughs) Yeah. And uh, because we're talking about mental problems, uh, burnout, well, this is this actually follows the stress, uh, depression. Yes. And well, burnout, depression, it's not only a matter of relaxation. What we usually see is that people are caught 
in um, in a system uh, where they cannot, uh, how do you say that, uh, they have to work because they have a mortgage, uh, they have to do things at their job, sometimes even against ethics, it is required, but they have to do it because otherwise they lose the job. So they, they are caught in between and they don't have the, the power um, to make changes. and. Uh, that's when people get uh, get burnout. So that's what you often see. Um, depression, depression um, um, is also, but that's also a loop. Like nothing, they think nothing is going to change. So they are in a sort sort of self fulfilling prophecy. It's not going to change. And who is able to change me? Um, I'm not saying that it is for everybody, but that are a bit general patterns you see. And of course, we can, with hypnotherapy, we can dive in. Uh, and um, one of the beautiful things is that you can build up self-worth, self-esteem, and, and uh, uh, strengthen, empower a person to make a decision. And... Uh, like um, one time I had a person, there were a lot of marriage problems. And one of the questions they always ask is, you are not going to change me, is it? No, I'm not going to change you. I will help you to become more of yourself because during your life, there is a lot of mud thrown on you. So we will peel off these layers so that you get to your core and you have the strength to make changes. Will I leave my husband? I said, that's not up to me. But we will work that you have um, the uh, inner strength to take the decision that is needed for the rest of your life. Yeah, that is best for you. And then it's easy. Then they know. And in this particular case, the person really didn't want to leave the spouse. So it, but it, that also brought like forgiveness and everything. So that's yeah. very beautiful. Yeah. And it's maybe good to mention that because it, it can seem, you know, that hypnosis is, uh, is useful for almost everything. Well, not everything, but the reason that we can work with such a variety of issues is that basically we, we have, um, in most cases, the same recipe of working. We find the cause and we fix it. So maybe we can explain a little bit about that shortly because I think we need to, again, have an entire episode dedicated to this topic. But just to give people an understanding, like why, why can you work with so many different things? Like we, because for instance, our training is one week. And for we've had students who are like, this is unbelievable. How can you learn this in one week? Other trainings, they take four years. How can you learn this in one week? What makes it that with hypnosis, you can work with so many different issues? When I, one thing is very important is that we do not use psychological models. And in our training, we see psychologists uh, even uh, confirming what I'm telling. So we have model this and I have, we have another model. It's very close, but it's like we, we never are, or very often we are not able to get to the core of what happens. And the problem with, uh, let's, let's say a, a kind of talk therapy is that usually you talk with the normal consciousness 
you can dive deeper, but it takes a lot of a lot of sessions. And, and we had, of course, the uh, Freud's method of the uh, psychoanalysis, but that takes two years uh, or some time. So they, in, in our country, they stopped uh, funding this. If people want to do this, follow this, then they really need to pay a lot of money for this. And um, so what we see in our practice, people come with their thinking this can be the cause that can be the cause but they never put the cause in what the subconscious or hardly ever the subconscious mind tells us a complete other other cause for the problem when it's much deeper usually they know the happening but they never relate it to their burnout to their depression because at the time that occurred, they were a small child. And as another thing, think that was nothing. But the inner child, so the part that had this, usually it can be for the adult a small thing, but at that age, it was really, really like a trauma. And, and this emotion can still hamper along, along. And uh, that can cause a burnout or depression at a later age, age because then it can be related by not being able to stand for uh, themselves or something else. And that pattern can be repeated until the adulthood. And the subconscious mind tells us. So when a client comes, we don't need to use a complicated model and do a long um, intake. Uh, we, we just ask the subconscious mind, what, uh, what is the feeling and where does it come from? And in most cases, we just find it very easily. I always compare it's the regression therapy. It's like a hot knife through cold butter. It just goes through to the core. And there we have beautiful processes to release that old emotion. It's just a stuck emotion that that needs to, to work out, has to be thrown out. Yeah, so just to summarize, with the majority of problems, we have the same method of working. We don't need to do a diagnosis. We don't, for us, it's not important. It can be a label, but it doesn't matter to us because we ask the subconscious mind. So we, do, we don't know. And our job is actually to stay as open as possible so that we truly listen to what the subconscious mind has to tell us. And we basically bring the emotion um, to the to the consciousness actually, and we we follow it back because there is a this emotion has a pattern. It has occurred in many instances in the life of a person, and it got stuck. And I always give this example of what we want to do is to make your emotions function healthily for you again. You know where where when uh, an emotion is not healthy, it is stuck. So in healthy emotion like fear, you have it in traffic. When somebody's honking and you, you go into alertness and that is like this movement, you are alert and you make the right decisions because of that fear. But then after a few minutes, that fear will, will go away. But a fear that is not healthy, you wake up with that fear. You have a pit in your stomach just thinking about, oh, I'm going to go into traffic and something happens and you, you, you stay with that feeling. So that is a probably an older fear that has not been resolved and every time you something happens that reminds the subconscious mind of that that 
first time that fear was experienced and not fully processed, it will come back. So that's how we actually uh, follow it. And it's the same technique for a lot of different issues. So um, yeah, we, we, we named a few goals that you can work with or a few problems, but there are much more. So if you have any doubt, just reach out to a hypnotherapist and ask them because we sometimes also get very vague, uh, vague questions. Like I had a question like, I cannot feel, can you help me with that? I'm not connected to my feeling. And yes, we can help with that. We had someone in our training, remember who was a day trader, a day trader, and he was not able to make trades. There was some block. So yeah, it's like you you will not probably find that on a list online, but we were able to help with that. And the same evening, he did his first uh, trade. <laughs> um, so in, in doubt, just reach out and ask. And uh, I think it's time now to move on to another large category that not a lot of people are. Or is there anything you would like to add? Yes, I think one of the, the very big uh, uh, things in mental work is of course fears and phobias yeah so people uh, they think well really this is such a difficult fear how am i ever going to solve it and usually it's one session session i'm not saying always but like um fear for um, um going outside or if you look at lists, there may be 800 fears, uh, like uh, for snakes, for the number eight, for flying is a very big topic. Oh, yeah. There's one fear we cannot help you with, though. You have any idea? It's also on the list. Oh, I'm very curious. <laughs> yes, sure you are. Fear, fear of the hypnotist. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> if they do not come to you, you cannot help them. Sure. <laughs> that's an interesting one is that really a category on the list fear of the hypnotist yeah well but we do we can actually help with that with the pre-talk yes of course I, I had my most interesting uh i have a client right now and it's such an interesting client it's like it's uh it's a very um challenging objective the objective there is a sort of memory loss for quite a number of years and um, there has been medical research, neurologists have looked, nothing to be found. Uh, and this person had a fear of hypnosis. <laughs> so uh, what I did was I did a first session, no hypnosis, just pre-talk, just explaining. So yeah. at the end of the session, I asked, so what do you think? You want to start with hypnosis? Yes. I said, when? tomorrow <laughs> so i think that's also to be helped but not with hypnosis techniques but just with basic education yes and uh, you you must see that fear of hypnosis is deeply ingrained because of old movies it's like in in the in the well jung would say it's in, it's in the general consciousness of 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 people because of this and then we always say there is a lot of hypnosis around what we do is dehypnotize yeah so we we just help to take away 
all negative hypnosis. Yeah. Hypnosis is all around. And just the hypnosis you're not aware of is much more dangerous. And yeah. <laughs> Because if you go to a hypnotherapist, you're aware. So immediately yeah. your guard is more up. Whereas in normal life, you, you don't imagine to no. be hypnotized. But... <laughs> It's all around. And yeah. the moment you learn about hypnosis, you, you, you become more aware and you, you can better defend yourself against unwanted hypnosis. It's just no, like... You know what I do to defend? Like I, I listen to Spotify in the, in the, in the car and yeah. you know they have these advertisements and because I'm so aware of it, I just, I turn down the volume. I'm like, I don't want this unnecessary suggestions in my head because... Yeah. It's not like it works. It, it, it's not like you hear an advertisement and, oh, next moment I'm going to buy that. No, it's, it's a subtle pattern. You hear it once, you hear it twice, and then yeah. you're not at all thinking about, uh, about the advertisement, but you're in a shop and you think, hey, I might need that. You know, it happens. So you don't think you're being influenced, but in fact, yeah. It would be nice to it would be nice to do some research and do a full podcast on uh, marketing and hypnosis. Yeah, that's a good topic. We're making the list as we go along. Yeah, and you could s s say, um, yeah, well, I don't listen because in the background. No, that's the, the more chance that it goes into your mind. Yeah. So, <laughs> because yeah. then you're not resisting it. It's better oh, yeah. than to listen loud and just think, no, I, re I refuse to take it on that suggestion. Yeah. But I think we're we're like we are going fast through the time. So maybe we have to get back to our list. Yes. <laughs> um, so uh, fears, phobias, that's a very clear category. Yeah. Um, habits. Um, I think we even did we didn't even discuss applications for children, but also for children, you know, um, enhancing learning um you know and uh even hdhd focus we can yes. help with that and uh bet bet wedding actually bet wedding. yeah um but enhancement that's an in interesting category uh sports enhancement hypnosis is also really great for that mm -hmm. we even work with hypnotic beauty enhancing the beauty using hypnosis enhancing charisma uh, but I think to close off this episode, maybe we can talk a little bit about medical uses of hypnosis and physical problems. Yes, well, uh, one of the topics and uh, that is um, scientifically, there is no debate about it. So uh, doctors and everything, they just know that it works beautifully. And it's, of course, uh, pain, this uh, alleviating, reducing pain or even eliminating pain with the use of hypnosis and um, yeah I can of course uh, tell beautifully about it because uh, I once uh, guided a person into hypnosis during surgery for removal of a breast tumor so <laughs> that's uh, that was the ultimate proof that it works of course and uh, my mother ladies and gentlemen she was in the <laughs> in a real surgery as a hypnotist giving suggestions like that is like badass mom I mean I you know I know I see the proof of hypnosis every day but still I would be yeah nervous like just imagining that you're on the like you were the person who was actually saying okay you can put the knife in right I was the one signal now you can start cutting 
you talking about a knife going through cold butter <laughs> <laughs> yeah but uh yeah we wrote a book about this because uh nothing went the way we wanted and uh, it was like christopher columbus sailing to america and at a crucial moment they they just thought like let's let's sail back and then he put the famous egg if you can make an egg stand right up we will sail on and what did christopher columbus he just smashed it so that the the, the bottom uh, <laughs> was damaged but the egg stood and then they sailed on and uh, it was a little bit like we could never practice this because i could never put a knife in uh, in the body of miriam to practice so we, we had to trust our trainers and just go for it and i must say i teach uh, a lot of doctors nurses uh, dentists uh, all in these techniques and it, it really helps and it, it builds on authority when you have uh, had the guts to do so so that's a big thing yeah just about the pain i think it's very important if, if there are hypnotists also listening to this that when you work with pain because these hypnotic techniques can be so powerful you can hypnotize the pain completely away but pain is also a warning signal of the body and so therefore, if you work with pain and hypnosis, it's very important that your client first checked with the doctor if there's not a medical uh, cause behind the pain. Uh, so, you know, when there is chronic pain, there is no physical issue that needs to be checked. And the pain is, it's like a memory in a way, right? It's like an old mm. memory that keeps on triggering in the head because that's where you feel the pain. I well, think... You we can do a full podcast on pain of course it's so interesting yeah and uh, but uh, one of the first things you can do and of course there's a, a big difference if you have acute pain like in an accident yeah as a hypnotist it, it's always beneficial to immediately immediately start reducing pain there is there is no barrier against that so if you are in an accident you only have your words and there is no medical round start using the techniques for for relaxation or whatever you know yeah and then there is chronic pain and with chronic pain uh, the pain comes through a memory so even when you have chronic pain uh, in a number of cases there is not even a physical damage anymore it is, a, it is a memory that's very easily triggered. And one of the things uh, also for people who have chronic pain, uh, treat yourself to learn deep self-hypnosis because you start changing the whole mechanism if you start teaching your body how to relax. Yeah. So that's, that's an important thing. Yeah. Um... That also brings me to, uh, um, how do you say that in English? <laughs> Brandwonde. Um. Burns. Burns. So. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> well, there, there are interesting researches that hypnosis can cause a burn. So you can oh. make a, 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 a burn through suggestion. And mm -hmm. nowadays we don't do these kinds of trials anymore. There's also research that, sh that shows that um, 
uh, you can pre when when person has sunburn so it usually when you feel it you are at a certain stage like a, a, a first degree burn but during the hours it becomes a second degree burn so you uh, would be able to uh, prevent the second degree burn through suggestion so and um, well, um, we um, discussed this uh, in our training, in our basic training already, we talk about burns and of course in our medical training. So uh, that's not a topic for now, but uh, I can tell you the moment I left the uh, Omni hypnosis training, I, I was trained by Gerald Kine and for the ones who know him, they will think, oh, she's Jerry's kid. And um, that's like a badge of honor, of course. I'm like Jerry's grandkid. Your gr grandkid, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and um, uh, I came home and I thought, is this possible when people have a burn and within uh, one or two hours you you treat them with hypnosis that makes a tremendous difference and i came in my garden and we we shared the garden with the neighbors and there was my um, neighbor and she said ina i burned myself i said what did you do well it was a hot summer and uh, she was ironing her clothes with nothing on or almost nothing on and she had put accidentally the iron on her stomach mm. and i was like did you treat it no i didn't but uh, i said well I, I come with the most beautiful technique from uh, america uh, let me treat you will it will it take long i said no five ten minutes she said okay do it so I hypnotized her and uh, I gave her the suggestions and I said, I feel okay. She put on her trousers and she went to work and she came back in the evening. She said, well, I didn't have any bother at all. And then you start thinking, hmm, perhaps it wasn't that serious or uh, so easy. And then she told me on the Wednesday, because the, the burn was on Monday, on the Wednesday, she said, Listen, it's very funny because I had a flaking off of my top skin that is all silvery and behind it is very pink new skin. And of course, that gave the indication that there was a burn that uh, a part of the skin really burned. So, um, and it never, oh. it, it didn't swell and uh, it was amazing. And uh, now, yeah. I, I had my uh, my foot burn when we had training in the evening and then you treated me with the <laughs> hypnosis and uh, nothing happened no pain no swelling nothing so yeah we we really like to use this uh, technique and uh, yeah we, I always teach it to doctors but I, I've never heard people using it because I think it is so foreign from the doctor's training that you would be able to do to yeah. use these techniques but one day we will have a doctor who will, who will start <laughs> incorporating it i'm sure i'm sure well looking forward to it yeah i'm thinking that uh, we've been, we've been speaking for a long time that it's maybe time to wrap up the episode and um i think we're just gonna put this on our uh, list of new episodes that we're just gonna talk more about uh, medical and physical applications of 
hypnosis because we that we didn't finish the list there is so much more to discuss yes well well i i could say just that uh very short but then we can go into more depth is that if you look at physical problems uh, that we also work with asthma when there is a big psychosomatic component with eczema um i've worked with uh, parkinson it was a combination of things where a person managed to reduce uh, the medication tremendously but can you say it will work always now sometimes it's just like a very individual case that uh, that you can uh, really together make beautiful results and and usually it's also the tenacity of the client uh, that brings forth such things we have also that we could talk a lot about it hypnotic beauty and hypnotic charisma so uh, research shows that with using hypnosis you can rejuvenate with an average of eight years on physical parameters so not the way that another is judging how you look charisma we have inherent and you can cultivate it and uh, yeah, we um, uh, we can help find lost objects. So if people hit something away and they forgot their stash, we can help bring out the memory. One day I had a person who was really in panic, like he lost his cryptocurrency key. Never wrote it down, but was just thinking, oh, I will ever remember, I will always remember this. And he lost it. I didn't work with this, this person, so I cannot tell you the results. Usually we have about 50% of the cases. So one day I had a person, he had stacked away a lot of money in his house and he forgot where. We couldn't find the place. And I said, are you sure it wasn't stolen? And then you get a bit the gray area. Was it stolen? Was it lost? Um, so, but it's very interesting. And so we have a lot of other topics. Uh, it is so wide if you look at sport hypnosis or what you said, study habit improvements. Uh, it goes on and on and on. Creative blockages. Creative blockages. Like those. <laughs> yes. Yeah, it's a lot. It's a very long list. So if you have any questions, if you are struggling with a particular issue and you're unsure, you feel very free to reach out to us and ask. Uh, we're always happy to support. And um, yeah, we this this uh, this was uh, today's episode. Next next week we're gonna or in two weeks we're gonna talk about what what's gonna be our next topic. Well, I think we are going to invite somebody. Ah, okay. We're gonna invite someone. Yeah, and we'll I think, keep uh, well, let's keep it uh, because we first have to see if it works out. But yeah. what I would like to discuss is yeah, how to set up a practice with somebody who's on the forefront with this. Yeah, true. Yeah. Yeah, because, you know, taking hypnosis training is one component. You get the knowledge, you get the skills, but then you need to get the clients, <laughs> you know. And how do you get the clients? And what are the things that you have to take into account when you start your own practice? So. Uh, it's nice well good uh thanks i i uh, got inspired <laughs> i learned some new things actually <laughs> i didn't know that you could cause burns with hypnosis yeah interesting yeah it's yeah. very interesting so yeah oh we forgot one important topic very oh. important topic yes what you can do is um 
breast enhancement or breast <laughs> reduction and other body parts of males. But uh, <laughs> that was yeah. a speciality of uh, Jerry. <laughs> oh, seriously? Yeah, he has a training on it. It's still available with uh, the Omni Hypnosis webshop. Okay. Well, that also brings me to the, um, with, with weight loss, the virtual, how do you say that in English? With the reducing the stomach? Oh, so yeah, the, the, so to have um, uh, uh, a virtual uh, a sleeve. I think yeah, they call it the sleeve. Gastronomic yeah. sleeve or something? Yeah. Yeah, um, I personally don't work with that technique. I haven't learned it yet, but uh, there are hypnotherapists who, who know this. Yeah. Um, it, and it, in fact, it's very successful because just before people have to go to surgery, they really like if there is a virtual yeah. alternative. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, it's like the emergency break. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so a very long list. Yeah. And uh, well, excited for the for the next time that we're gonna talk. Yeah, hope, hopefully with a guest. Yes, hopefully <laughs> with a guest. So everybody enjoy this beautiful spring. And uh, yeah, we'll see you in two weeks. Yes, okay, take care. Bye Have bye. a nice day. Bye bye. <laughs>